great future. We're talking real money. Wow, another Saturday, another wonderful opportunity to make money easier to work with and thereby actually make you more money down the road. If you don't make the big mistakes that keep people from really getting ahead, you're going to improve your chances dramatically. And we're going to talk about a lot of those decisions and choices you need to make, how you can make them better. And we're going to go over the things that particularly concern you because you call us and tell us what those are by calling 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I am Don McDonald. Over there, talking right up until the music came on, Tom Cock. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, now I won't say anything. Now yeah, we're live. Now you're just going to be quiet. You know, it's like, oh. Uh, that's not funny. That You know what? Yeah, people it been is asking funny, me about, actually, in a strange okay. sort of way. People... People have been saying, hey, wait, I don't want to invest now. The market's at a record high. Why would I want to put my money in now? That's crazy. You don't put things in after they've gone way up, right? Although investor behavior would suggest otherwise because we've oh. seen it over and over and over. The S&P 500. Yeah. 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 That's at a record high. The NASDAQ. Yeah. Record Yeah, high. pretty much. I think I heard your podcast talking about that a yeah. day or two ago. But. Yeah, but you know what, Tom? The vision. The vision. The blinders are on. When you say the market, it's not the market. The NASDAQ is not the market. The Dow is certainly not the market. And the S&P 500 is not even the market. No. So let's talk a little bit about that. The S&P 500 is 500. 500. Isn't it the S&P 500? Yeah. 500 large companies in the great United States of America. There are somewhere... Between thirteen and 14,000 stocks globally that you could trade. There's well, more then, than that. Well, There's some that are bankruptcy, me, et cetera. Give me that S&P 14,000. I want the S&P 14,000. <laughs> but listen, to, okay, so you've talked about record highs. The Standard Poor's 500, yeah, that's at record highs, driven mm -hmm. by, as we already have talked about last week, basically five stocks. There's a lot of stocks that have not enjoyed a big run-up, even in the S&P 500. I don't want to go into the five again. It's boring. But here's the part that's not. Here's the part because we've talked about Apple and Microsoft. I'm and bored blah, with blah, this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> How about owning some small companies that you don't know? Well, you might know some of them because Domino's, I think, is still a small cap company, uh, et cetera. But you know when small companies reach their new market high? Uh, no, I do not know. Well, I do know that because you told me, but. Yeah. Go ahead. You can it tell was everyone. Two and a half years ago, January 2018, value stocks. A little before that, I mean, the kind of the beaten down. There's all kinds of the market that are not trading at all time high. So, what should you be doing as an investor? Should you be buying A, the SP 500 that has gone rocketing up faster than what's that company that Tesla runs? Or should you. SpaceX. I mean, Tesla, there's another one that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or should you be by the things that have not gone rocketing up like Boeing spacecraft? And I don't want to pick up Boeing, but should you be buying the ones that haven't gone up as fast as the other ones? Do you want to, do you want me to answer that? I'm yes, you should. Just it out there. It's you rhetorical. should. And that's one of the, the, the problems we have. We only want to buy those things that are going up. 
Well, there's a little problem. Wait a minute. With the wait a minute. I'm going to stop you there. Gone. Gone. I know. I was going just up. getting there that are going oh, up. Pardon. I said there's a problem with the with the concept are going. It's no, it's have gone. Whatever is happening is not is, it's was. And whatever goes from this from now forward is only might be. You don't know what the S&P 500 is going to do tomorrow. You don't know what the NASDAQ is going to do tomorrow. But what do you want to do? You want to buy more of the things that have recently gone down and less of the things that have recently gone up. And that's why it's so important to own everything and then just rebalance so that you're buying low and then doing a little bit of selling high. Hi. Yeah, let's give you some of those numbers year to date, which is still a relatively short period of time, six, seven, almost eight months now. The S&P 500, <laughs> that's, I was getting, getting close. Getting long, the S&P yeah. 500, that has, a, I mean, it's already had a decent year. It's up over 6%, about 6.5%, but small companies down 10, REITs down 14. We want to talk more about real estate later. International small cap value, 15.5 decline. Yeah, I was going to say, how about, down 15 and a yeah, half. Yeah, down, pardon me, down. And how about those things that you can't make any money at because interest rates are so low called bonds, bonds fixed income? Yeah, I bet they're up. Intermediate term bonds, up 10.1% year to date. <laughs> can't make any money at okay, bonds. When we come, come back, on. I really want to comment on the bond thing again because I, we've been hearing this story for 10 years now that bonds could never make any money again. 855-935-TALK is our number. We've got lines open for you right now. Call. Tom and Don are talking real money. At Vestry, we want to help everyone reach the best financial future. That's why we offer free meetings with our advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch. Set up yours today at Vestry.com or call 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Are you trying to figure out where the heck to put your money to do what you need it to do to get where you need to be in the future? Well, you should be calling us to get that help. Uh, and also, one of the things we find it happens a lot is you call us. We, we are glad you call us, but you call us after the horse has already left the barn that the door was open on. You know, it's like Don't we have something new. Come on. That's like 200 years old. That's it, like 19th you know, you, century or something. You, Come on. Right after the garage door was left open and somebody stole your Porsche. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my, 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 my Honda. Your, your you Honda. Okay. All right. Or my <laughs> Nissan. Yeah. But I'm hoping you guys are wealthier than we are. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, call us before you leave the garage door open and the keys in the car. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. It's funny, in our little town here, the, sh the sheriff's deputy, we're, we're always having people's cars broken into. Really? All the time. They like break in because people leave their like their iPad on the front seat. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. Take it. Yeah. And yeah. and he said 90% of the time the door was left unlocked. He that goes, makes it Is that really breaking in? He goes, then? if you he goes, didn't grab it, I don't know. Are you trying to make it easy for them if they just go and they the kid pulls on the handle and goes, "Oh, it's open and there's an iPad." Okay. I think I'll take that home. Mom and dad won't get me one. So, you know, call before bad stuff happens. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We were talking before the break about what 
the rest of the market has done. You keep hearing people say the market is at new highs. The NASDAQ's at new highs, the S&P 500. Oh, and by the way, just to reiterate this, I said it in the podcast. Yes. Do you realize that the NASDAQ hit a, a record high in the 90s? Actually, it hit it right at the beginning of January 2000. It hit this record high in the fourth. And then it took like took four, 18 years, 14, what, 14 years. Yeah, it's a long time. 14 years for it to get back to where it was in January of 2000. You want to bet on technology? Oh. Go right ahead. 14 years, a long time to get your money back. But, but the thing is, and then, then I hear from people, and we hear this all the time. Well, I don't want any of my portfolio on that bad international stuff. The international markets are down about 4% this year. Would you rather be where the market is up or whether where the market is down? We're not saying you should put it all there, but you see the point in owning a diversified portfolio. You don't have all your eggs in a basket like the NASDAQ that took 14 years to recover at one point. And you should have, depending on where you are in your life, most people should have some fixed income, some bonds, right? Bonds, bonds. have a more of a guarantee nature to them because they're actually a piece of paper that say they'll pay you back at a certain interest rate. Stocks have none of that. If you buy the right ones, you should get your money back with the interest promised. So bonds have been more stable. But bonds can't make you any money because interest rates are so low. Everybody's complaining about bonds. We've heard nonstop complaints about bonds for years now. Why do I have bonds in my portfolio? What are those stupid bonds doing there? Interest rates are just going to go up. We heard this five years ago. Interest rates are just going to go up from here. They can't they go, go any. Up. They have to go yeah. up. They can't go any lower. So, Tom, what did the bond market do this year again? How well, much this year is again, I mentioned, I mentioned the uh, dimensional funds, intermediate term bond fund, DFIGX, up over 10. But, you know, we recommend for people that are going to be do-it-yourselfers, you can use VT Wax for a stock portfolio holds about 9,000 global or global portfolio of stocks. It's up 1.8%. And then the Vanguard total bond, wow, that's up 7.5% year to date. Now, Not the me, reason to buy it, but No, 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 that's not a good well. reason to buy it. But here's something really, really interesting. We have been hearing since the early parts of the 20-teens that bond prices have to fall. Well, let me just look back to 2010. In 2010, the Vanguard Total Bond Index went up 6.5%. It can only do that through falling interest rates, by the way. Bonds do not appreciate. They don't. They don't become they more valuable reason to. except yep. through falling interest rates. In 2010, up 65 In 2011, up 75 In 2012, total return of 4. I'm sorry, these are total returns. 2013, down Two percent, which means you lost about five percent total, because you lost, yep. you know, because the income that you didn't get. Uh, two thousand fourteen, no, you lost two percent total, but you, 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 the value of the portfolio went down about five. Uh, two thousand fourteen, up five percent. Two thousand fifteen, up fractionally. Two thousand sixteen, up two and a half. Two thousand seventeen, three and a half. Two thousand eighteen, a little bit of a loss. Two thousand nineteen, last year, last year, nine yep. percent total return. So over the last two years, over 16% for a boring bond fund. And again, that's not the reason to own bonds. The reason to own bonds is for the stability of your portfolio. Stocks give it the upward motion. Stocks make it the money. 
Bonds keep the money, especially in retirement, when you want to have a solid base you could draw from should stocks go down dramatically, which could happen any time. We don't know when that's coming. I mean, we're with you. We we do not believe. Oh, are we ever? We are really with you. No, but we don't believe that interest rates can <laughs> fall a lot farther. They're in zero. Well, they they don't need to for me because I just got my refi done. So. That's true. <laughs> At me, a me very, either. very, 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 and very low rate. And just to show you to brag, how but, yeah. blasted competitive the two of us are, <laughs> I closed on my refinance a month ago. And I thought, oh, I did so well. I got 2.75%. Tom just closed on his <laughs> two days ago. Yeah. And what did you get? 247. Oh, he's a brat. I mean, that, but look at, think big picture. In our lifetime. Think about, I mean, think about, <laughs> it's ridiculously cheap money. Uh, yeah. Really, it is. Either one, by the way, is fine because a few basis points is not going to change your life. I mean, it's, crazy inexpensive we'll talk more i want to talk more about the real estate market because it's very weird right now and and mortgage rates are really there's some really weird things going on with mortgage rates you got to pay attention to if you're out shopping for a loan yeah but i got to tell you this historically there has never in the history of money lending there have never been interest rates this low Never. Is that true? That's true. Their mortgage it. rates have never. This is the lowest level ever in wow. the history of mortgages. And that's that's incredible. So it, it, we're going to talk more about real estate. We should actually probably yeah. talk about it this hour since we mentioned this sure. this hour. Why not? Uh, yeah. Because uh, you really we'll it up and let really get in the way. You really do have some some great opportunities and if you're one of those folks who's been sitting around with a uh, you know four and a half or five or even a six percent oh, mortgage no for brainer. a few years no brainer uh, if your credit's anything above a 600 rush yeah. rush right out and, and you have a pulse and, and you have a pulse and and a Go job there. but bear in mind one of the things we'll mention later but bear in mind this is not like the 2000s when uh, anybody literally with a pulse could get a mortgage it's a lot harder, as both of us can attest. 855-935-TALK. Call now. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, the number 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And we would absolutely love to try and help you deal with money better. I'm looking at a, a chart going back to the year 1900 for mortgage rates in the United States. In the year 1900, mortgage rates were right about 5%. And there's probably not very many people listening today that were getting mortgages. Not in. too For many. those of you playing at home, it's 120 years ago. So in yeah. the 1930s, they fell from about 6% down to a little bit below 5%. Wow. By uh, World War II, they were down in the 4.5% range. And until today, that was as low as they'd ever been. 
Wow, so this is it. Wow. This is this Okay, is but here's something to pay attention to. There there's some variants from what I can read out there. There's been some weird things with Fannie and Freddie around tacking on money, tacking on basis points for refinances. There's been some variants around uh, just rates. There was a piece in the uh, Wall Street Journal yesterday that was talking about uh, cl- uh, somebody's client trying to find a 30-year fixed one borrower offered one borrower offered three point two five, another five. What? So you got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, five? You really want, what you really want to do is find an independent broker. I mean, you're going to get a better deal with somebody who's out there shopping for you because there's weird, there's some stuff going on out there that that may be hard to explain. And this is something you and I have talked about off the air. Real estate in general, I would not be running out to buy a home because rates were low. No, 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 no. That no, would no, not no. be the reason to do. No, it. But there the, people doing that. Uh, Buying, if if it's your business and you're buying investment real estate and you can get good rates, yeah, okay, add to your portfolio if it's your business. But your home should not be considered an investment. If it works out that you make money on it, hey, gravy. But, but what, isn't it the biggest investment you'll ever make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the biggest purchase you'll ever make, probably. Unless you buy you a never business. never seen me at Costco. So. Yeah, that's true. That, like, 16-cart train. He brings <laughs> he brings these bungee cords and just puts the carts together. Put the dog food on yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, no, the thing is, it, it should be for lifestyle reasons. This is something that does come up often. You're right. If it's a business, great. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't go out and buy something. And, by the way, I still think real estate, in my heart of hearts, is going to be in for a couple of tough years because I think – You'll find people that can't pay their mortgages in time, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see we're going to see. There, there, I think that there are some segments of the real estate market, but I hate predicting the future. But something yeah, interesting, we we had an interesting conversation in my house today. My uh, young, over the, An argument over the grilled cheese? Yeah, no, I didn't have any cheese. I, I didn't, didn't buy <laughs> you any. You told me you were making grilled cheese. I thought I had some. I looked in the fridge. Somebody so, ate the you cheese. just put a piece of bread. So really, I, I wrote a note. I says, who ate my cheese? <laughs> who ate my cheese? <laughs> How'd that go over? Yeah, it's like they went, oh, book. You know, never mind. I love um, that. Anyway, we were having a conversation. My youngest daughter, uh, after she quit teaching to pursue acting, it's not over. She's not that I know. Why she's are you still pursuing acting. But uh, nobody's she, pursuing acting right now. Everybody's she, at home. You no, know, exactly. You know, so. She moved into our garage apartment. Yeah. You know, save my, like a lot of kids. Like she a lot stole of kids. the cheese is what you're saying. Well, Who stole my cheese? I, I mean, when I go under the under the, the cabinets and I look for a pan, I go, oh, Tori probably mm. took that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she does. Oh, yeah, I took that. Uh-huh. Thank you. Um, but anyway, what I was going to say is she's been, because <laughs> we're going to move soon, and so she's been looking at apartments. And apartments in Orlando are a decent apartments, like 1400 bucks a month. And she doesn't make that much money. She's now working for a tutoring company, but she doesn't make that yeah. much money. And we were looking. She, her brother lives in St. Augustine, Florida. And we were looking at houses there. That's on the panhandle. No, that's on the right. up near Jacksonville on the East Coast. I consider okay. the oldest long way. city in America. All right. 500 There's that years many old, old people there? 500 years old. Oh, and, I thought referring anyway, to the average um, age. She was looking at houses and at today's mortgage rates. She could buy a small starter home for $750 a month because these rates are so low. 
Wait, but wait, is that that place nearby? It's called Disney. You have to have the dwarfs and the Snow White. <laughs> What's the deal with that? I yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That? I don't know what that one costs. You're, you're, we have to do something about your internet. For those of you who do uh, notice that, that is Tom's internet connection. It goes every once in a while. We'll fix that. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free talkingrealmoney.com slash free if you don't put in the slash free you can't find it the other way is if you have an iDevice like an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac you can go get an interactive version of the book a special edition that I made that's actually interactive that's got videos and motion and things going on and that's also free just look for financial physics f-y-s-i-c-s in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, Tom is less robotic now, so things are looking up. Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're talking a little bit about interest rates. We've talked a lot about interest rates right now, and interest rates are literally at the lowest level ever. And I'm not just talking about mortgages. Right now, the 10-year Treasury yield. This is a 10-year U.S. government you're bond. Giving your money, you're giving your money to the government. They're going to pay your principal back in 10 years. And, and how much interest? 0.65%. Wow. Point That's like half six, of 1%. 0.65%. No I, real reason to do that. I looked back at the history of 10-year Treasury yields back to the year, get this, 1790. Yeah. 1790. That's a long time ago. <laughs> the only time they have been close to this low was just after World War II in 1945, when they went dipped below 2% for the first time ever. Which doesn't make sense because we had a, I know. We borrowed a lot of money for the war. Well, but, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. We are now reaching levels of debt in the United yes, States. That's true. That are comparable to the uh, level of to debt. the GDP, yeah, yeah. When no. you compare, actually, when you compare it to the reduced, the see, and they're playing with numbers a little bit. They're saying right now our debt exceeds GDP, but that's only the new reduced GDP of the COVID economy. But there is an interesting similarity, though, between the yields back then when we had a, a, a phenomenal amount of debt in the forties. Yep phenomenal and we have a phenomenal amount of debt in the 20 teens there's an interesting commonality between those two periods which sovereign debt on the planet was considered the safest in the 1940s name a country 
that had the safe name the country that probably was the only one with really safe debt in the entire world. That's a no-brainer. We're going with the United States exactly. on this. Exactly. Let's do what it again. Let's States? do it again today. And let's wow. talk about the country that still that has the ability to fund a global debt desire, the needs for global debt. There, there's nobody competing with us yet. There may be some day, but the reason our rates are low, it's supply and demand, it's competition. And right now, U.S. dollars, despite their reduced value, because of the size of our economy, are still considered to be the safe place to hang out. They are. I feel bad with all the debt, though, and I keep asking my grandsons if it's okay, and they said yes. So, well, As long as Grandpa back. gives them ice cream. <laughs> Here, right. I'll trade you ice cream. Ice cream for another trillion for another, dollars? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I spend your retirement? Chocolate? Yeah. One and a half trillion for chocolate? Well, Come gr- on. Grandpa, can I have the swirl yeah. kind? If I can have the swirl <laughs> two kind, trillion. then yeah, you can have all the debt you want. Sprinkles? Oh, Please, Grandpa, I, I need sprinkles. Throw that in there. Two and a half. Any sprinkles? Yeah. Uh, so, what was I, where was I going with that? Oh, I was telling you're you where I was going You're talking about interest rates. You're talking about yield. I had a point. About... I was going yes. somewhere. I know. So with rates at 0.65, People who need income from their investments are now starting to do dumb things. Dum, yeah. Dum, 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 no, they're not starting. They've always done them, but they're yeah. doing them more. Yeah. And there's a uh, there's a there's a there's a, a website called Yield Street, and Yield Street is offering people get this their Yield Street Prism Fund. You can get is it that as, with an S. Prison, prison not prison. prison. Yeah. Well, they're actually okay, they're, they are being investigated. So I know. So, okay. Anyway, so. the Yield Street Prism Fund. Guess what its yield is? Its net yield to shareholders seven percent. Seven percent. When people tell me things like that, I think, well, then the whole world would give you all their money if it was safe, and you're and getting seven. Why would I put it in government? But give me, I'll give me more of that. And their gross yield is nine and a half. How are they doing that? Their annual management fee and administrative expense is one and a half percent a year. And great here's, racket. Here's how they're doing it. What is in their portfolio? Get this. <laughs> okay, one of the things is real estate. That's pretty normal. Okay, real estate. Yeah. Real estate's about twelve percent of the portfolio, yielding oh, about twelve percent or eight I'm nine percent, almost nine percent. Okay. Then they have lawsuits. They're buying lawsuits. Then they lend to private businesses, and finally, they claim they're getting an eight and a quarter percent yield from art. What about shipbreaking? Art. They're not doing any shipbreaking, but they're doing art. Not in this pool. There are other pools that have shipbreaking. We'll get to that in a minute. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. At Vestry, we want to help everyone reach the best financial future. That's why we offer free meetings with our advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch. Set up yours today at Vestry.com or call 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom, 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 it's okay. No, really, no. You can, wait, no, you can come back. I'm serious. People will call. Uh, really, don't let you, don't let it hurt your feelings. Really, it's gonna be. Oh no, he left. No, come back, please. Can you hear me on the radio, Tom? Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear me? Wait a minute, Major. 
I, what, yeah, I, I, I took a reduction in rank. What right. the heck happened? No, no, no. That was your dad that was the colonel. Oh. You have oh, always okay. been Major Tom to me. <laughs> Major you will Tom. always be Major Tom to me. You, you don't put me in a cam of spam and send me around the moon don't, or Don't something. let your yeah, feelings sure. get hurt by the lack of All calls. Right. There's no telling why people call. When you're on, when you're on by yourself, I know. Phones it's never what they do. I, I don't understand it. It's like. I, and then I show up, make no, a rare appearance. Here's what. Okay. And then. Tom, plug your ears for a minute. Plug your ears. All right. Here's what I tell Tom. Here's, here's why I tell him they don't call, because they're so interested in hearing what he has to say that they oh, don't. That's a good one. <laughs> They don't want to interrupt the conversation. So let's let him believe that, shall we? So give him a call and make him feel better at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. You okay, Tommy? Major Tom? Okay, I feel better now. Thanks. All right, All right good. Um, yeah. I want to figure something out, though. I'm trying to figure out all this eclectic stuff. How do you get an 8.25% yield out of a painting? You scrape some <laughs> of the paint it... off it? You cut off around the edges. Doesn't that reduce its value? And get this, know. their portfolio. How many, how diversified do you think their art portfolio is? They have five pieces. They have 13 blue chip oh, artworks. 13, pardon me. Thir thir yeah, thir okay. thir 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 13. So I'm assuming the yield comes from people, it's in a gallery somewhere, they're getting paid for viewing it or something? No. Yes. No, I don't know. You don't. They That's don't get weird. paid for, I don't understand it. I guess it has something, to, I don't know. I'll never know. It's odd. But, you know, that's the problem. You don't understand these things. I don't understand them. You don't understand them. You should never, ever invest in something you don't fully understand. Not, don't let somebody just explain it to you. No, 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 no. Because you, what's, your, what's our tendency when someone explains something? We go, oh, I'm, oh, sure, that makes sense, huh? No. If you don't understand the concept completely and thoroughly, don't invest in it. And then you'll ask, I know, because I hear this question all the time, Tom, how do I generate an income from my portfolio then if bonds don't yield anything? Well, you, can, you could do it through distributions from stocks. How do I make that happen, Tom? Well, you just turn on the dividends in other words it's like 60 percent of stocks pay a dividend of some kind right mm -hmm. yeah they if you're a shareholder you get some part of the earnings of the company i think it in a globally diversified portfolio it's a little over two percent a year something like that uh, I, 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 on average funny, i was just looking that up yeah what? i mean you you could own the stocks yield, with much higher the yield on, dividends the yield on vanguard total world stock index 2.04 2.04. Okay, I was close. Yeah. yeah. Close. So you would simply have them, instead of reinvesting those dividends, send the cash to you. But what if I need more than 2% a year? Well, that, okay, here's another idea. You could draw down some of your portfolio over time, a moderate amount, or you could rebalance your portfolio like people did, hopefully this spring, we did for our clients, sell the things, the bonds that had gone up, put some of that in your pocket, Buy some of the stocks that have gone down. You could do it that way. You could, there's a lot of ways. You don't have to have bonds that are paying 5% to get 5% from your portfolio. Let's no, put it that way. Because, for example, the Vanguard Total uh, total Bond Index has a yield of about 2.3%. So if you have a 60-40 portfolio, your portfolio yeah. is yielding overall about 2.1%. 
2.15%. That you're getting that you in dividends or interest. Now all yep. you have to do to get to that 5% is peel off 3% of past gains. See, don't think of it as peeling off principal. Think of it as spending gains you received and banked in the past. Because when your portfolio was growing in other years, it's not growing a lot this year, but when it grew in other years, you were banking that growth for the purpose of future income. You have to change your mindset. Your mindset is really important in all of this. One, your portfolio needs to be looked at as one entity, not separate little pieces and parts. Your portfolio is one living, breathing, money-making creature. And then... You take it just sounded you, funny the way you said that. Well, it's an it's an organism, breathing, money making creature, creature, creature feature. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, no, I agree, I agree, and and so, but the first part is to have a strategy and say, what are you trying to achieve? I run into a lot of people that just say, I just want my portfolio to pay me. Well, okay. How much? How much do you need? Where is it? You know, what is it supplying? I mean, it, it's like people just buy annuities because they can. No, well, do you need it? No, annuity? they buy annuities because they want some semblance of certainty yeah I, I i i yeah i get that i wouldn't do it but i get it no 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 but you can build yourself though some because we nothing no matter what anybody says is absolutely guaranteed even government bonds are not absolutely guaranteed governments have failed in the past so we know that that can happen again it could nothing is absolute but you can get a high degree of certainty by using the academic research that shows you the things that have worked in the past. And that's where we started the hour a bit, Don, because we started off talking about the fact that the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ are at record highs. But there are a lot of stocks that are not. There are a lot of stock markets that are not. And your portfolio should be designed for you. What rate of return you need, how much risk you're willing to take, how soon you need to need the money, and how much volatility you're willing to accept has nothing to do with the current situation, the election, the economy, the virus. That's simply the background. And let me just throw in one little caveat to all of that a little disclaimer a little asterisk yeah how much you want has to be within reason yeah. well yeah. yeah a lot of people yeah, go, yeah, a lot of people say i, I want 20 percent per no year risk. yeah yeah and i don't sure. want any risk Some, yeah matter, well. matter of fact i was talking to uh my daughter's best friend today she goes is your dad does your dad know financial advisors and tori goes my dad is a financial advisor. Oh, can I hire him? I said, she can't afford me. Uh, she's 25. <laughs> well, she today she could because no one's calling you. So well, that's very true. inexpensive. But uh, she was asking Tori questions and Tori goes, she hands the phone to me. She goes, here, ask, ask my Take dad. It. And she goes, what? She, so she was setting up an Acorns account. Nice. And Which is a great place to start. Yeah, so that's what I, I told her. It's a good place to yep. start. She goes, well, but what, what am I? She goes, you know, am I somebody who can take a lot of risk and and is going to leave this alone for a long time? I said, yes. She goes, but I don't want to yes. take risk. 25 years old. But I don't yeah. want to take risk. I'm good. I don't want to lose my money. And I said, that's only if you buy an individual stock that you could lose all of your money. That's what you're thinking. That is the mindset. But
But I don't want to do what these people do when they buy a stock and they lose everything, like they bought Hertz or whatever. You know, I, I don't want to. How about Kodak? Or Kodak. When I explained to her, I said, okay, here's the deal. You got, this is, you're thinking, this is not money you're going to need today. You're taking it, what, when you spend $4.40, you're putting 60 cents into this fund. This is money you would have blown off anyway in a pile of change. You're going to leave this until you retire. Don't touch it. But can I take it out if I want? I said, yeah, you can take it out if you want, but don't forget it's there. And then you can take the risk. And that's something we all need to get. 855-935-TALK's our number. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And this coming Wednesday is class time, the 26th of August at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Tom and Rick Gregory, oh, and I'll be there, too, because I'll be moderating, are going to tell you about retirement and beyond, the critical financial and legal steps you need to take for life and death. It's a Zoom seminar. It's free, 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 free. It's a class. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com to sign up. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. 